The following is a production of cprundown.com. The views and opinions expressed by the host of this podcast are those of the individual and not of any affiliated companies. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Rundown on Fun, a weekly podcast covering the Cedar Fair Entertainment Company, the amusement industry, and the business of fun. Here are your hosts, Karsten Anderson, Evan Schultz, and Kyle Hu. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Rundown on Fun, a weekly podcast where we cover Cedar Fair, Cedar Point, and everything to do with fun. And we're back for another preseason well, preseason at Cedar Point, Haunt episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we sure are. Um, let's just say that uh, I had fun, you know, in Florida. That was magical. I think Evan had had fun when he finally <laughs> it, got there. <laughs> it was something. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, you'll have to stick around at the end because uh, we're gonna give uh, Evan's gonna give his his uh, his, uh, his very first time. Uh, and and y'all remember when Carson went on a little tangent about American Airlines? Well, <laughs> Frontier, yeah. y'all have no idea what's coming. Kyle, <laughs> get the bleep button ready. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. That's interesting. <laughs> no, I'll censor myself, but I was not happy with Frontier. Anyways. Fair. fair. All right, let's just jump right in because we got a lot to talk about. And I'm just going to go right off the rip and say Top Throw 2 is progressing very nicely. Uh, unfortunately, uh, a lot of us were not at the park this past weekend. All uh, of us. Right. Uh, so we weren't able to get like actual up close pictures. We did. I think I p- posted a few pictures um, the, the one day or something, but uh, that will be put. We will be posting pictures this coming weekend for sure. But anyway, uh, big update is uh, Tony posted today that at the very, very tippity top of the old top of the dragster tower they started painting it and the very very top of the track is white obviously with the renderings this is um towards the very very top of the tower it's going to be white red white red white red and then it's just going to be white all the way down um so yeah so that the painting looks like it has um it has progressed um it looks interesting to say the least to see just the white i guess tip of the tower um is is uh is white and then, um, but yeah, so then also real quick, uh, we didn't get to take pictures of or anything is the b- big giant support, uh, columns that are for the drop, I guess you could say are pull out or the pull, the pull out, out if you want the pull out or, and pull in because it's a spike. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Cause you're going backwards and then forwards on it. Um, <laughs> those have been installed. And those are massive. Like looking at those pictures, they look exactly like almost the size of that they used on the on the base of the actual spike tower. Those have been installed. They're still installing more, and it looks like they started on some footer, another footer for another station support, which is uh, interesting because Evan and I, I don't think we caught it, but there's actually going to be eight station supports and eight like actual station like pillars. I think it's eight or maybe it's seven. Can't remember. But, but it's one more than current. But it's one more that's w- what's currently there, which is really interesting. So I'm curious to see, like, how close they can make those station su- supports, the ones that, like, are currently there, look exactly the same and stuff. So I'm, I'm curious on that. Um, and then they're going to obviously have that awesome, cool cutout in the station roof where it's going to be an insane head chopper effect going backwards and forwards. Yeah, that's going to um, be awesome. In front of that and everything. And then also Tony did post 
um up i'd say like an hour or not an hour um minute and a half video or so of top throttle 2 update um just kind of video around the site talking about what's going on and to look forward to more updates uh from from tony yeah. so i'm i'm looking forward to it uh things are rapidly uh going pretty fast and if you want to check out that video it's on cedar points uh youtube page that's all i got yeah it sounded like tony's gonna be posting stuff like that like once a month so just be in a, keep an eye out on that yeah and, and i think everything that we just said is pretty much talked about in that video so yeah yeah so if you don't want to watch the video well it's nice to watch the video because then you get some i i like to see vis visuals and things like that you know so yeah but uh, uh, but yeah, so uh, speaking of not being at Cedar Point, Evan, uh, <laughs> we were we were gifted an awesome review for the 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 French fry. I guess you want to call it the French fry weekend um, that they had last weekend. That what we, is it? Happy Happy Friars Front Fry Fest or something like that. I almost I said so. Frontier Fest. We also missed it. the awesome opportunity of missing Happy Friar. Like they actually had a Happy Friar out there. You could take pictures and and tell them. I guess what your favorite cut cut of fries are or something but <laughs> <laughs> thank him personally i was kind of sad and bummed that we didn't get to uh we didn't get to see that and didn't obviously get to try the the fries but evan you want to you want to talk a little bit more about that yeah so friend of the show jason hammond sent in um a very in-depth review of all the fries him and his friend got to try them all and shout out to jason for sending us a review yes. thank um, you thank you I'm not going to read, you know, verbatim what he sent us, but basically just give you guys a gist, even though obviously French fry weekend's over, you can't go back and get them again, but maybe something to ask and beg the park to keep on the menu for uh full time come next season. Or but you just visit next year and do it, do yeah. it next year. So Jason seemed to go like worst to best with his review. So basically um, the, his his least favorite were the the fully loaded uh, French fries, which he said basically were just fries with or nachos, loaded nachos with fries instead of chips. Nothing crazy. Um, and then he moved on and said the Philly cheesesteak one was a bit better. Um, he didn't really like the nacho cheese, but um, the peppers and onions were really good, and there was a good amount of meat, so that's good. Um, I'm trying to like kind of read through and pick out the best parts. That was our third favorite. Okay. Then he moved on to his second favorite, which was the Cuban one, which was, he says, a close second to the gyro or euro, however you want to pronounce it. Uh, French fries. Those were his favorite. Uh, but the Cuban one, basically he said, if you're a fan of the of a Cuban sandwich, they nailed it. The pickles and mustard really cut through the saltiness of the ham and heaviness of the fries. These were delicious. And I would definitely have them again, he says. I was when I when I saw the Cubans were like like the French fries like I was like oh Cuban yeah, French fries good. like I really really like like Very Cuban spices and things like that so yeah and then this is the one that I was wanting to try the most and I've also heard a few other people say was the best was the um, gyro or euro one yeah the tzatziki sauce was outstanding um being the only one without a cheese sauce things didn't hold together as well but it all worked together very well not listed in the description was also feta cheese crumbled all over the fries this was our number one favorite that sounded so, like his descriptions and things like that like sounded really really good like, <laughs> he sounded like a true food like critic yeah no definitely uh, definitely appreciate it. i wish we had more time to go into more depth of of it and i um, wish we but, had eaten them ourselves but and right but obviously, um, it's only for just that weekend, and we've got a big show 
that we well, are. I also are... wanted to say that, that he also mentioned that the actual Happy Fryer character was spot on, and he was really, uh, really doing a good job head to toe in his. I really outfit. should have asked him when he messaged me. I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, I should have asked him if he was like like a Holly Jolly kind of like guy, you know, like a. Oh, yeah, I feel oh, like he, yeah, you know, <laughs> like like the French fry version of Santa Claus. <laughs> Yeah, like the, the oh, you want some of my French fries? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. No, I love it. I mean, it's 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 good to get the like the kids involved, and it's yeah. good in Cedar Point for doing that. So I don't get know if it was like involved a, and get all the happy stuff out before yeah, Halloween weekends. I don't know if it's like a I don't know if it's like a a person that's like just working rides is like, hey, by the way, you're not working on Saturday. <laughs> um, you're Here, uh, here's your costume. <laughs> here's your costume. We need you to, you know, so. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was a good touch and or a nice touch by the by the park. Um, I'm super excited about that. And yeah, so. And hopefully we don't miss French Fry Weekend next year because I really look forward to it last year and I was looking forward to it again this year. And then I look at the calendar. I'm like, oh, that's when I'm in Florida. So. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, before we get off of that topic fully, I want to say thank you again to Jason. Uh, Maybe do we have any CP rundown swag we can send him? Maybe a pin or something since yeah. he helped us out. I can I can I can arrange that. Yeah, let's that for let's that, arrange for like that because so we Jason uh, definitely I know you're listening so definitely uh message me and we'll we'll make something happen. So yeah, we really <laughs> appreciate that. All right, so much like our last episode, this is going to be a pretty in depth haunt episode uh, about our event Halloweekends. So. Which starts tomorrow. Yes. Or if you're, you could be listening to it on your way to opening night. I'm, I'm gonna post this tonight. Uh, what's okay. today? Wednesday, Thursday? I don't know. I was gonna say Wednesday. or the next Wednesday. day. It started two, two day, two or three days ago. <laughs> no, I'm gonna get it up tonight. Yeah. So, <laughs> so basically, it starts tomorrow night. You're probably gonna be listening to this on your way to your first Halloween's visit. So, what better time for us to talk about the houses, the zones, and of course the food and shows? Let's see. We should. By the way, if anybody doesn't know, it's Thursday through Sunday is Halloween weekends. Yes. A lot of people didn't even know that Cedar Point was open on Thursdays. Uh, there was. Shh, a, don't tell I, them. I want to go on Thursday. I was reading the comments on Cedar Point's page, and they were like, "Wait, what? Cedar? Like Jessica and Hannah, and Hannah's like, you want to go on? You know, Thursday? She's like, Cedar Point's closed on Thursday. She's like, No, they're not. They're open. And I'm like, <laughs> and then I chimed in. I was like, Hey, by the way, just to let you know, uh, Cedar Point's been open. Thir- um thursdays for like three years now they're like what so yeah <laughs> yeah i uh i think i told this story last year but uh in 2021 when they first started doing haunt on thursday nights uh i had a senior level lab in college and it was from 6 to 10 p.m every thursday we only met once a week and i skipped that class for about seven weeks in a row to go to <laughs> horror nights i'm sorry not horror nights all weekends, every Thursday, yep. I would, yeah. uh, I'd show up at six and then usually around like seven or so I'd say, I have to go to the bathroom and then I would just wouldn't come back. <laughs> and I think I, that that's great. By the way, just then to you get just to the to, park at eight and be happy. Yeah. Just a little note for us. Um, it's actually called hollow weekends. It's not called, doesn't look like it's called haunt anymore. So, okay. Oh, they dropped the haunt phrasing completely. Yeah, if you look huh. on their website, it's like all about Cedar Point. Oh, yeah, it just says like and... daytime fun and nighttime. Okay, yeah. whatever. So just to just to throw that so out there. So we're anyway. back to the original because they just started that haunt branding like five years ago. It didn't last. Yeah, long. yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I I like the Hollow Weekends because I mean they've obviously got like 
a lot of years under the that name, which is, and I think Hollow Weekends, like, I think it really fits. Like, yeah, Cedar Point it's style. unique to Cedar Point. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, well, so much like last week, do we want to just roll through the houses and the zones and yeah, let's kind of give a description. I don't think we're gonna be as in depth as Horror Nights because these are almost these don't change every year. But. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, let's start off with uh, the indoor haunts, or also called mazes. Uh, so number one, bloodbath. What has drawn you to this seedy and dangerous side of town? You come seeking Orpheus, a new private club that is the talk of the party elite. But within the music and lights is a mystery waiting for you. Are you brave enough to enter? Okay. Uh, like, I mean, obviously, I really this liked was that new. one last year. This was new last year. Uh, I'm super excited about um, seeing what they possibly do for year two or if there's any changes and yeah, things like that. It seemed like the, the decorations maybe were not complete last year. So I'm, I'm interested to see what they add to it because that was one of probably my favorite house. So Yeah. And yeah. If, uh, if anyone is wondering where this is located in the park, this is the house within Steel Vengeance's midfield or infield. Mm-hmm. And take if you remember if you hadn't been there in a couple of years, this is where um, deprivation was and Eden Muse was years yes. and years and years ago. Yep. All right. Uh, next up is a new house, and I'm glad to see Halloween weekends are getting a new house, but this one has a real the, the this location in the park has a real soft <laughs> spot for me because uh, this used to this is the building that used to house Hexed. And that was the first house I ever worked at Cedar Point. Was Hex? Oh wow! I worked Rest it. In peace, Hex. Yeah, I worked it the year uh, that we changed from regular Hex to Lights Out. So I was part of that opening crew. Well, you were the guy that was passing out all the all the uh, <laughs> all the all the flashlights. Actually, I was the guy in the bungee cage. If anybody remember, remembers where Ooh, that was in the okay. house, mm-hmm. I remember that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Where you like think it's like a, almost like a cage, and then all of a sudden you can just like, wow. <laughs> yes. So I was that was my primary spot, and then uh, our scare captain that year. And for those who haven't worked on or aren't familiar, a scare captain is pretty much the person who's in charge of the house. They oversee the operations. They make sure the actors are doing okay, all that stuff. Uh, every night at 11 p.m. because Halloween was open until midnight that year, he would come over the in-house um, sound system. And say something along the lines of the witching hour is upon us. And that was code word for us to just go nuts. Um, No longer have to stick to your spot. No longer have to stay like super in character to who you've been. Just run around the house. Have fun. Make it a fun last hour. Let's get through the night. Nice. Um, So I have some fun. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. Uh, Closing night of that year. Uh, was a Sunday, and on Sundays we didn't we weren't open until midnight. We were only open until eight p.m. Uh, all like twenty five of us met in the foyer. You know when you walk in and they have they had those steps and everything, and yeah. w- we followed the last group of the season through the house like all twenty five of us as a giant pack. <laughs> oh my god! So I, I love that. Yeah, I had some those people are like, uh, uh, what? Why are yeah. they all following us? What's yeah. going on? Uh, I had some fun in that house, but not to reminisce on the past. That's old news, and this is a new house this year. So, new Midnight. Mr. Midnight invites you into his mysteriously evil residence where you will be introduced to the Book of the Dark 
and all the fears, terrors, and horrors living within its pages. If he allows you to leave, you will never be the same. Dare to be his guest and see what the dark stories Mr. Midnight has written for you. Uh, I'm so, so, so excited. I, this last one this year, just sounds awesome. We mm-hmm. absolutely loved the, um, their character, Mr. Midnight, that they had mm-hmm. and stuff, and he was all around the park. And Wow. Like, obviously, yeah, it's I'm like s- the, bo- the, the book of the dark or whatever is like, remember, I don't know if you remember, anyone remembers the, the like the stage on the stage show with Mr. Midnight, he was like, I know all your dreams and nightmares kind of thing. And like flipping through a book and stuff. So I'm so excited to see what they've got in this house. They like, could do wow. so much with this house. It's so oh exciting. My. And it's really, uh, awesome I really to see a character get his own house. Like it's, it's nice to see Halloween's icon become yeah. like get an icon yeah. much like horror nights does. But um, yeah, it's really cool. This is really exciting. I'm super stoked about it. I, hopefully, like, hopefully they found like those those babies that were peeing um, <laughs> at, at the the Happy Jack's Toy Factory. Yes, yeah, and they're like they're not peeing obviously anymore, but like they're like just creepily set up like somewhere maybe in the house or something or yeah. or whatever. Because well, I mean, cause, I'm not so gonna Mr. lie. So Mr. Midnight's whole thing is is all, you know everything that is scary or whatever. So basically. They could do anything like they could have the, the creepy doll room and then the next room yep. could be like bugs. And then the next room could be yep. just dark. Then the next room could be God knows what. So there's so much they can I'm, do. I'm afraid it. of I'm afraid of dolls. So, you know, <laughs> are you especially <laughs> afraid of peeing dolls? No, I was trying to avoid them when they were doing that. Um, But and then if they do like an insect, yeah, bugs and insect room, like spiders and things like that. I mean, there's I mean, who knows? a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. So. I'm bats, I'm I'm excited. Spiders, God knows what. Hopefully, so it's really exciting. Everything goes right. Hopefully, I'll be able to go to tomorrow and and uh, be able to update update the podcast next week. Obviously, like we'll be visiting this weekend, so yeah. Oh yeah, update yeah. on everything. So. All right. Continuing. Next up is Fearground Freak Show. Step right up. Professor Von Fleece has searched the world, or at the very least, the Tri County area, to bring you a collection of sights frights, and delights that are beyond belief. Hmm. That sounds like a new character. I don't remember that from last year. I believe... Or previous it, years. Yeah, this might be the first year that they've um, like described it as that. But I believe uh, Professor Von Fleece is the Barker out front. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I'm super... Super excited about it. I liked the freak show. I mean, you can't go wrong with, like, scary, like, clowns and a bunch of freaks. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next up on the list is a returning favorite, Slaughterhouse. The Spilt and Trails Meat Factory is open for tours. Enjoy daily demonstrations by our butchers and see how the sausage is made. They're always on the lookout for a wide variety of meats, including yours. I, I, I never liked that this one's just in the barnyard. Like, I mean, obviously they did that on purpose, but it's kind of sad, man. They're yeah, like, oh, hey, by the way, yeah, that that piggy that you just petted like four hours ago, yeah, no, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, 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 again, I, I, I don't know. I, I like the slaughterhouse theme, and I like that when you like walk in like the specific area. Everyone will know if they've done the house or whatever where you like going quote-unquote the freezer and it gets a little they obviously have like some ac in there so you could see like it's colder so it make like mimics like a freezer mm-hmm. kind of thing and it smells like boxes and stuff and 
Hopefully, it doesn't smell like boxes. It smells nasty in there. Hopefully, hopefully <laughs> they have what the what they had last year was the was like that extended exit the little outdoor section where they had like a bunch of chainsaws and things like that. So that was yeah. that was really cool. That was fun. And I mean, the best part about Slaughterhouse is the views of Millennium. <laughs> well, yeah, when you're waiting in line, yeah. One of my favorite memories of that house was um, one year I went with my uncle to Halloween and we did all the houses. It was on a Saturday night and he was wearing it, it was late seasons. Uh, it was like like end of October. Uh, he was wearing a coat that had his name stitched on it. it said Kevin. That's his name. And when we walked in the house, the uh, the door greeter, the person that uh, we you know Barker that pretty much reads the rules of the house, uh, like banged on the door and they're like, "Hey everybody, we got Kevin coming in the house," uh-huh. and they heard that and they just went nuts. He he was so confused because he had forgotten that he wore the coat with his name on it. So he's like, <laughs> how do you know my name? And then people would come up to him and say his name, and he'd go, I, I'm sorry, I don't know who you are. Who are you? And, um, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I was going to say, um, if you want to up your scare game or whatever with your friends, like if you're going through the houses and whatever, if you shout out one of your friends' names, um, the Screamsters, I know when Evan and I worked it and stuff and everything, like we freaking loved it. Uh, oh, I'm sure Kyle. Oh, yeah. I loved it too. Um, so I, I specifically you, uh, remember working in your estate and specifically listening, like you know, the room before before ours. You know, mm-hmm. I'd hear whatever somebody's name, like, "Oh my God, so and so, that was so scary," and I'm like, ha, "Bingo, got him." Yeah, you're and like, then, "Oh my gosh, Brad's coming," and you're like, "Oh, what's going on, Brad?" <laughs> and you're like, "Wait, what? How does he know my name?" And, um, yeah, yep. the whole. Yeah. So, in Erie Estate the year that I worked there, which was not the year that you two worked there, um, we would have, if we had a guest that would come in and we knew their name, we'd pass it through the house. So if you remember when you walked into like the foyer that had all like the living room furniture and everything. Yep. That's the room. That's the room I was in. Okay. So there's a cut through right there that leads directly into the game room. Yep. And that was where I worked along with Dean was in the game room. Um, so someone would poke their head in and tell me their name and then after they got out of the game room, you go into the um, little like hallway that has the piano in it. So after they were out of my game room, I would then go through a back door and go into the room directly after the piano room and then tell that person their name. That way we had it like passed throughout <laughs> the entire house. So that was always fun. <laughs> nice. Like, oh, Green Code's name is so-and-so. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. Yeah. Right. I love it. Yeah, people get so confused. Yeah. Yeah. Good All right. Stuff. Last up is The Haunting of Eerie Estate. Be part of the Sandusky Paranormal Society's latest investigation as they descend into a mystery a decade in the making. Explore the abandoned Eerie Estate, long rumored to have ghostly tenants that roam the halls. Beware of what the camera can't see lurking in the corners, for vengeful spirits are lurking in the shadows waiting to strike. I'll always have a soft spot for Area State, even though it's not called Area State anymore. Mm-hmm. That's the haunting of Area State. But yeah, um, I'm excited for this just because this, again, this will be like the second year with this under under its belt kind of thing. And I'm curious to see if they've got more props or more things of, of what they're possibly going to do. Because last year kind of felt like... Paranormal 
yeah, or whatever, Sandusky Paranormal Society. It felt a little rushed last year. They might have ran into some time constraints or some supply chain issues or something. So it'll be interesting to see if it's if it's like that last year. Because I mean, I liked it last year. It was all right. You know, it was yeah. something different. I mean, so. it's, it was area state, <laughs> right? So yeah, it's good. All right, so that's it for the houses. Carson, you want to run us through the scare zones? Oh, yeah. Let me tell you, there is a lot of scare zones um, this year. I'm going to save the, the new one for last. Uh, first of all, we've got the blood on the bayou. I'm not going in. I'm not going to explain those or anything. Uh, we all know what the blood on the bayou is. Um, it's on, I believe it's on Frontier Island uh, yep. still, which yep. is, yep. I mean, we, we've been riding Millennium Force all season, and we've seen... Nothing's changed on the island, and it looks like it's ready to go. <laughs> All they got to do is flip a switch and put some fog on, and and you're ready to oh, go. Yeah. So you, you got blood in the bayou, which I personally like. I thought it was really good. There's a bunch of people that are running around in ghillie suits and stuff, and especially if it's dark and the and the fog is getting really thick and stuff, like it's actually it's pretty good. And then uh, after that, we've got corn stalkers, uh, 2.0, Revenge of the Pumpkin Heads. Nothing. I mean, Cornstalkers is fun. Uh, I think I think it's going to be really good, especially like you know people hiding in the corn and things like that. Like it's not going to be. Uh, I mean, it's going to be the same as as past years, um, but it's really good to get some good scares. So yeah, the best thing they ever did for Cornstalkers was do the 2.0 thing and make it almost you have to walk through single file and your the corn is right up against your face and yeah, really yeah. really good for scares. There's there's not a whole lot of um there's not a whole lot of movement there. So yeah, and there's they yeah. they pump it full of fog and and they you know. purposely in spots keep it really quiet so it really feels like you're just walking in the middle of the cornfield yeah. even though you're actually walking in Thunder Canyon's trough. Oh, right, right. But yeah, you have no idea it, that there's there's water points right. where it's like it's really quiet and all I hear is the rustling of corn and somebody's gonna jump out at some point and I hate this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh Next is going to be uh, Cutthroat Cove. Um, this one's always I like this one because it's like I always really like this one pirate ship or pirate themed or whatever. And then they always you know I walk through it or they'll be like, "What are you doing, Swabby? You need to swab the deck." And I'm like, "Well, give me the mop." And they're like, "No, you can't touch the mop." And I'm like, "Okay, I guess I'm not going to swab the deck." <laughs> um, I also like that they have like the the um the the gun that goes off or the canyon that goes off and things like that. That's also a nice little touch just to note um it does actually this is new this year um it says it closes at 11 p.m on thursdays fridays and saturdays so that's interesting which is also the only days it is open <laughs> right yeah so uh an early close of that maybe maybe it's because i know we I, we would go through there like late 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 during the night or nobody whatever. ever goes through there at 11 50 at night right so maybe that's why because obviously like it's kind of it's more open than corn stalkers i can see corn stalkers staying open until you know midnight but corn stock and i'm sorry corn stalkers but cutthroat cove is only up until 11 p.m just because maybe well, it's not as scary i guess i don't know i don't know and cutthroat cove it's not actually one of the midways it's it is a separate entity to some degree even though you don't have to wait in line for it so right right uh which uh, it, well, yeah i guess but blood on the bayou is the same way and they're not closing that at 11 so i don't know <laughs> yeah and then uh tombstone a territory that's over there uh, by maverick and on the midway by maverick and steel vengeance 
Just all oh. Frontier Town, basically. Pretty much, yeah. That one's always, like, it's always either hit or miss with me. It just depends yeah. on, like, the kind of night and if the fog is sticking. Because if you go on a really good, humid night, um, and because I'm, I'm a nerd and I kind of, like, watch all that stuff. And I'm like, oh, cool, the humidity's up or something. And I'll be like, at least I think that's what it is. <laughs> um, it might be the other way around. But... It could be, yeah, uh, to where the fog will actually stick. And then, so, if the fog sticks, it... It works really, really well. And then last but not least is the brand new one. It's actually not on the trail where everyone's probably thinking it was going to be. It's actually going to be on the Gemini Midway. I'm super excited about this. It's this called, sounds really cool and different. It, it's called Clowns with a Z. Death Metal Tour. Die, and I will read this. Diehard fans of the in, infamous clown-faced rock band known as Butchers of Rock have gathered for a one-night-only concert filled with head-banging, murderously music. I, I'm butchering that. Wow. <laughs> Metal music <laughs> and guitar licks that will pierce right through you because or become one of the metalheads of mayhem as you sinister fandom as your sinister fandom drives you insane that is quite the write-up um right i also want to mention that this one has a show associated with it so you got the scare zone on the midway but then also there's a little stage set up where the old snoopy bounce house used to be um and that's gonna it's the butchers of rock show um the park website doesn't list show times for some reason maybe it's just gonna be like maybe it's just gonna be oh it does okay Yes, the app does list show times, and I could probably bring it up right now. But um, yeah, there's you bring a it up show there. that's going to be associated with the scare zone, which is going to be really interesting to see how that works. I'm I'm super excited that they're decided to start using the Gemini Midway again because I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, like that, I, I like that placement because like if it was over on Frontier Town, I don't feel like clowns per se would be like super scary just because like just the trees and I don't know, like I kind of feel like. It more more um more clowny, more circusy ish, yeah. I guess you could say, on the Gemini Midway compared to the Frontier Trail. So um, I got the show times. Um, yep. So the times that you want to walk through Clowns Death Metal Tour to see to have the full experience with the Butchers of Rock show going on is um, the first show. And each of these run for a half an hour. The first show time is eight fifteen, then nine o'clock, then ten o'clock, then ten forty five. So. I don't think they're going to be a half hour shows. They're probably like maybe five or ten minute shows. No, no, no. Just... They're listed as half hour. Oh, really? It, it, I didn't read the whole thing, but like on the app, it says wow. eight fifteen to eight forty five, and then nine okay. o'clock to nine thirty, and then ten o'clock to ten thirty, and ten forty five to eleven fifteen. Interesting. We'll have to definitely have to check that out. Yep. I'm I'm excited. Like I said, clowns is pretty scary to a lot of people. Um, so it's like Carnival, I guess, returns, but in a more rock bandy sinister way i guess but uh but yeah so i'm excited for a new zone too like um i know yes, it was rumor- something brand new we were hearing that you know obviously there was going to possibly be a new haunted house um but i didn't really hear anything about a new zone so that's it's pretty cool so yeah uh, I don't think I have anything else, Evan, um, since um, me and Kyle have done the houses and everything. I know uh, Hollow Weekends is going to have a ton of food, and Evan and I got invited. Sh- oh, continue. I was going to say, we, we got invited by Tony to uh, in a couple weeks to 
take a gander at all of this food. So we'll be able to give a, a good review on all the food that is coming up this fall. But Evan, you want to you wanna give us a little taste of, of what's to come? Yeah. Um, well, first off, I'm going to mention that um, since we were talking about kind of a show with, with Killer Clowns or whatever the heck it's called, um, there is other, of course, nighttime shows. Uh, Midnight Syndicate will be back. They are going to be on the main stage. They are only on Fridays and Saturdays. Um, then there's, of course, the usual cast of shows. There's opening ceremonies on Fridays and Saturdays at, hold on, hold on, hold on, uh, 7 o'clock, which I'm sure will feature Mr. Midnight and all that good stuff. There's the Telltale Heart show that I know has been very popular in the past few years. And, yeah, we don't really care about shows outside. <laughs> We're, I shouldn't say we don't care. We don't usually watch shows that aren't Midnight Sin. Midnight uh, so. I, I'll, I'll give them a chance. Yeah. It just, and, and it just depends on, like, what kind of music I hear and stuff and everything. And, I mean, honestly, though, uh, if we, we'll talk about shows real quick, Cedar Point shows are actually pretty good. Like, oh, I've yeah. been to sure, uh, sure. some other, other parks, and I'm not going to name them. But some of their shows are not up to snuff, and you're like, eh, and I'm like, I want to leave now. But, like, the lighting's really good. The fog's really good. Vocals are normally pretty good. Like, everything, like, they, their talent that they were able to pick out and stuff and everything are are are, yeah. are, are really good. So if you yeah. have opportunity and get a drink and watch a show. And, and I mean, the opening ceremonies last year and, and the Midnight Syndicate show last year were so good. It gets you so, in the mood. It gets you pumped up. It gets you yeah. like you know. I'm the, disappointed the that they're not doing opening ceremonies at at the very least uh, on Thursday nights because I know that like that feels like the right way to start up the haunt season tomorrow. And it's like oh, there's no opening ceremonies. It just yeah, kinda, yeah. It could but, be it could be staffing issues possibly. Um, I'm I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure. I, yeah. I know that it is what it is. I, just no. I'm just sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways. Now onto the food, because this is what I talk about. Yes. <laughs> so I don't know if any of this will be on the meal plan. Um, I guess we'll report on that next week. But yep. so I will just get right into it. There's a whole list of Halloween's food, both entrees and desserts and whatnot. I know last year none of the food was included on the meal plan. So yeah. So first up, we have the wings of fire smoked chicken wings. This will be at the backbeat queue. Smoked and fried whole chicken wings tossed in extremely hot sauce. And the picture shows, like, they are red, and there's jalapenos on them, too. So I'm super excited for this because I love hot wings. I'm um, really excited yeah. as well, but I'm, like, nervous because I'm, like, are they going to be really, really hot? Extremely hot sauce? Because <laughs> I'm, like, Ugh. If any of them are going to be on the meal plan, I feel like it's going to be this one because the smoked chicken wings are already on the meal plan. I'm, like, can I can I get a glass of milk, Mommy? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> my mouth is gonna be on I'm, fire. God, if if those are on the meal plan, I'm in danger. <laughs> <laughs> so, farmhouse, you will be seeing me, or not farmhouse? I'm sorry, backbeat, you will be seeing me tomorrow. <laughs> nice, yes, or whenever I'm there. Um, this weekend, you will see me this weekend multiple yes. times, especially if it's on the meal plan. Anywho, <laughs> moving on, we have bread bowls, the farmhouse kitchen and grill choice of farmhouse kitchen and grill signature chili or broccoli and cheddar soup served in onion uh onion gruyere bread bowl with toppings i so also chili really has sour cream and onions this and all is that on the meal plan because the chili is the chili is but oh 
oh my gosh, I, I'm a I'm a sucker for, um, and it's like broccoli cheddar soup, like, and it's the fall now, so like we're geared up for bread bowls with soup and chili. Right, and, it's supposed to be cold and fall feeling, and yeah, uh, we'll see if that gets here in Ohio this year. I don't, I don't well, know. It's gonna be nice and cool for opening night tomorrow. Perfect. Cedar Cedar Point, like literally, or I swear they order this weather. Like it literally is like. 80 or 90 degrees when like or 90 or 100 degrees when the when the water parks open they're like oh hey by the way we flipped the switch and um water parks close starting and, and the high is 65 yeah perfect <laughs> <laughs> yeah love that um and then next up we have maple sausage on a stick at hot potato so that's sweet maple sausage on a stick dipped in funnel cake batter served with a spicy sriracha maple syrup I'm, I'm excited in on this until it. I heard the spicy sriracha. I'm excited I'm, I'm to that. try it. Like it's literally to describe it, it's literally like a corn dog with like, so, like it's obviously but funnel cake with, and sausage. Yeah, instead of like a hot dog. So I'm it's like a yeah. It reminds me of like if a McGriddle was spicy. <laughs> I guess it's really bad to do this podcast before I ate because that that yeah. I like want to eat the screen right now. It looks so good. <laughs> yes. The next up. We have the cheesecake chimichanga at the Grand Pavilion snack bar. So the snack bar is upstairs. You're not going to see it downstairs. It is upstairs. Go upstairs. Because <laughs> I can't tell you how many people I see walking in Grand Pavilion and be like, oh, where are the chicken wings? Go upstairs. They're up there. Yep. Anyways, so this is New York style cheesecake wrapped in a wonton wrapper and fried, topped with apple pie topping and caramel sauce finished with powdered sugar. Um, um, yeah, that sounds I good. <laughs> think I, I mean cheesecake like hello <laughs> and apple pie yeah i i, th I think that's gonna be really good i can't wait to try it so sweet though <laughs> i'm a huge caramel fan so i mean it yeah yeah um continuing another dessert we have pumpkin pie spiced churros at french quarter confections fried churro sticks rolled in pumpkin pie spiced sugar topped with apple pie filling again and caramel sauce um I like churros, so this is one that I'm just like, this is gonna be too sweet for me. I'm not even gonna try it. So <laughs> I'll I'll uh yeah. So let me know. Okay. Fair. And then here's a I'm I'm loving the spicy stuff. Nashville chicken and waffle at the corral, Nashville tossed chicken tenders served over pearl sugar waffle. So Karsten, you remember last year you and I were freaking out about Nashville chick Nashville hot chicken that was served at the corral during Halloween weekends. They heard us and they're bringing it back, but this time they're putting it on a waffle too. Um, I'm super Very excited exciting. about it because the picture makes it look really, really good. Um, I love that both chicken dishes, the, the chicken is like blood red, and it's just like that's gonna be spicy, right? I mean, yeah, Nashville chicken's supposed to, you know, I, I believe yeah. Nashville chicken's supposed to be spicy. Yes, like yes, yes, yes. So, um, I'm interested over the the it says the pearl sugar like the pearl or served over a pearl sugar waffle i don't know what yep. pearl sugar is i don't i've never i don't know just looks like a belgian waffle to me right i mean chicken and waffles yeah, yeah sign I me mean, up yeah except real. from a sheets in the middle of no man's land ohio that i stopped it on the way home from hershey that didn't end well <laughs> <laughs> anyways um and then the last entree is Oktoberfest pizza from Hugo's Italian Kitchen. Artesian pizza topped with mashed red skin potatoes, cheddar cheese, smoked kielbasa, sauerkraut, and finished with caraway seeds. 
interesting. <laughs> I mean, I'll try the pizza. Like, I'm not like opposed to it. Like, it looks good in the pictures. Like, if anybody wants to see any of these pictures, they're on Cedar Point's website. Their their Hollow Weekends website. If you scroll all the way down, you can find the the select flavors of Halloween. Hollow Weekends, I believe, is is what yeah. the link's called. But yeah, it's a uh, yeah. That sounds interesting. Um, it's almost and like a Hawaiian have... pizza, but yeah. yeah. It's the German. It's the it's a German but, pizza. I don't but know. But yeah, That's it's weird. with the smashed redskins, and it's gonna be very sauerkraut, potatoey, and it's yeah, gonna sour, be interesting. It's gonna know. be a lot of consi- weird <laughs> consistencies going. You'll ha- have to try it just to you know just to yeah, see yeah, if yeah. I like it or not, you know. And then last but not least, we have two different cupcakes that will be served at Farmhouse. I'm sorry. Oh my God, Frontier Inn. <sighs> if anybody doesn't know where Frontier Inn, I'm gonna let Evan collect his thoughts. It's where <laughs> <laughs> it's where uh, the Chick Fil A used to be over there in the corner, under Mavericks Lift Hill, next yes. to the Fairground Freak Show, and next to Farmhouse. Yes. So, anyways, two different cupcakes. The first one is the Spider Cupcake, which is the one I want. It's the chocolate. It's a chocolate cupcake with mallow frosting and sponge sugar webbing, top, mm-hmm. topped with a chocolate spider. The spider and looks then, real. <laughs> yeah, it does, and it just just looks really good in general. And then we have the not so poison apple cupcake. It's apple and cinnamon cupcake with buttercream frosting and a red candy apple half shell. Uh, I'm excited for the buttercream frosting because I love buttercream frosting. So, um. Hey. I mean, they all look good. And like I said, if you want to see pictures, go on Cedar Point's yeah. website. And and these aren't listed anywhere, but I can almost guarantee that there's going to be um, specialty drinks all over the park. And of course, the zombie blood bags and all that good stuff. Oh, yeah, um, I'm I'm sure. I'm sure that'll, that'll be and returning. Then I'm going to also read through the ride availability just because it is yeah. different at this time of year. So then you can find this info on the park website, of course. But they have it broken down really nice for everybody um for depending on what day you're visiting so these attractions are closed on thursdays period the park's only open from six to midnight anyways but these attractions are closed the whole day on thursdays camp snoopy cedar point lake erie railroad corkscrew gemini and professor delbert's frontier fling i know what i think kyle's bummed that corkscrew is closed on thursday I that's I, I'm I'm torn. I liked Corkscrew. I like Corkscrew. That's fun. <laughs> I like Arrow Loopers. So, yeah. well, that makes one of us. <laughs> um, these attractions, the following attractions are closed on Fridays: Camp Snoopy, Corkscrew, Gemini, Professor Delbert's Frontier Fling. So on Fridays, you're gaining Cedar Point and Lake Erie Railroad back. And then yep. these attractions are just closed on on during Halloween weekends. Thunder Canyon, Snake River Expedition, Snake River Falls. Water rides. Wah, wah. Duh. <laughs> um, and then additional information on attraction operating hours. All kids rides areas will close at 10 p.m. when the park is open until 10 p.m. or later. So while Kitty Kingdom is open on Thursdays and Fridays, it closes at 10 p.m. Um, Cedar Point and Lake Erie Railroad will close at 7 p.m. on Fridays and Saturdays. So that traffic can actually move in the back of the park. Cedar yep. Creek Mine Ride, Windseeker, and Slingshot will open at noon on Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays. The park opens at 11, but those rides will open at noon. Um, Gemini and Professor Delbert's Frontier Fling will open at noon on Saturdays and Sundays. Again, the park opens at 11, but those rides will open at noon. I'm curious. But Gemini and, those, and Professor Delbert are just listed different, differently because they're not open on Fridays. 
I'm curious to see if they forgot to put like Mine Ride and also Windseeker. Well, maybe not Mine Ride, but Windseeker on for not opening on Thursday. So I guess we'll see if it's open. Yeah. Um, on Thursday. Nice. But I, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm not gonna. Maybe I shouldn't say this, but Windseeker tends not to operate a whole lot during Halloween weekends, anyways. Just yeah. for X Y Z reasons. So. And that that's one of my I I like that's a fun ride. I like it, especially at night with all the fog. It looks super with all cool. the fog, all the cool lights it has. Yeah. Is mine Pass, ride like good? Mine ride is just open. Period. Is it getting its Halloween overlay this year? They didn't say anything about it, but I feel like they kind of always do that. You know, I'm not. I don't think actually. Uh, maybe unless I don't remember. I don't remember Windseeker ever having a, an overlay. I do remember the giant. You said wheel. mine ride. Yeah, I said mine said ride. Mine ride. Oh, oh, you're talking they, about when they, they do separate. mine ride. Yeah, Mystic mm. Mine Ride. You know, I don't think they've done that, but they... I don't ride mine ride enough to yeah, know. I, I, will, I will ride it and report back. <laughs> yeah. But, but um, anywho. I was going to say, the, the availability, though, seems to be really good. Yeah. I mean, I'm, like, I'm normally it's about... like four or five, maybe maybe three or four different coasters and a bunch of flat rides that are closed, but it looks yeah. like a lot of the rides, for the most I'm part... I'm super happy Wild Mouse is, is open. I mean, yeah. I, not that it wouldn't be, but that'll be fun, and I'm, I'm yeah. sad about Gemini. Gemini's always fun, but especially it would be really, it'll be really awesome to ride that on Saturday nights with fog rolling in from the Gemini Midway. Will you be able to ride Gemini on Saturday? Yeah, but a little sad about Thursdays and Fridays, but it is what it is. Or Anyways. So, yeah, so I don't know. I think it's, but, I think it's good. All right. Yeah. Is that really gonna... excited? How weekend starts tomorrow? That's all I'm going to say. All right. Is that going to wrap up Hollow weekends? I think so. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. I mean, right. that I'm excited. So We're excited I love this time of year the, so much for the fall event to 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 start and everything. And Fridays in September are my favorite time of year to like my favorite visits of the year. So you should try super, Thursdays super in September. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to that maybe this year finally. <laughs> Because I've never actually been on a Thursday night. Yes. All right. So before we segue into this next part of the podcast, I have two disclaimers. <laughs> the first one is if you are only interested in listening about Cedar Fair news, you can go ahead and exit the podcast at this time. Please be sure to exit to the right and collect all your loose articles before departing the station. <laughs> disclaimer number two if you continue to listen just be note warned that we are going to go in detail and give spoilers of this year's halloween horror nights at universal studios florida so if you have a trip booked later in the year and you don't want to know this is not the part of the podcast you should listen to and i urge you to turn it off now and just re-listen to our preview from last week yes for those of you who are still listening and are excited about Halloween Horror Nights, much like myself, we are going to go kind of in-depth. We're already at almost an hour, uh, so yeah. not like super in-depth, but all three of us were there uh, this past weekend, albeit at different times, but all three of us were there and got to experience the event in full. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, I live at Horror Nights this time of year. Carson got like a bunch of run-throughs on every house, so we're gonna let you direct this conversation and take it oh boy. any way you want to. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, sure. No, 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 no. Uh, I meant I meant Evan because he only got oh, one run-through okay. of each house. Yes. Perfect. So, 
Well, so when do we want to hear my complaint about Frontier Airlines? That's going to be the last big part of this. That could be the last. You can you you can mention briefly what happened, but we'll go into it at the end. So so first off, my initial plan was supposed to be go to fly down to Halloween Horror Nights on Friday night. We would be there in the park by like 7 p.m. We had Express Pass. We were ready to roll. Frontier canceled our flight, and we didn't get to or to Orlando. Period until 8 a.m. the next morning. So. That sucked, but we were able to get through all of Islands of Adventure and then some. The park really wasn't busy at all on Saturday, which was awesome. And then go over to Halloween Horror Nights. And we did manage to get through every house still thanks to um, we were able to buy an after 11 p.m. Express Pass, which I didn't even know existed. Um, So that was super awesome. We got through a few houses just by waiting in lines, and then we finished it up with that after 11 Express Pass. So anywho. This was my first Halloween Horror Nights. Um, God, I don't even know where to start. It was, it was hyped up, uh, obviously beyond belief, and I think it even exceeded those expectations. Because okay. I just it, you don't go for me. I wasn't going for the scares, even though I they they got me a few a good few times in some of the houses. You you go to Halloween Horror Nights to just the immersion and to walk through a Hollywood or better if there is such a thing Hollywood or better level set it, it the immersion that you feel in each and every one of the houses besides Chucky I hated that one um, <laughs> is just beyond belief like the if you're familiar with the last of a series there's a scene there a big part of the series is, is is where Joel the main character is is in a house and he's shooting at zombies or the infected or whatever down below you're walking along the ground and you look up and you see a character who is joel up in a house a real full-blown house mm-hmm. and all the proper sound effects and 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 quotes and it's so wonderfully done and i didn't get really the same effect out of stranger things only because i didn't actually finish the season like i was supposed to i only oh. finished like the first three episodes and God, did it spoil a lot, but um, <laughs> I don't really know if I want to watch the rest of the season now because it's kind of good. sad. <laughs> good, good. But, I mean, oh, my God. I, I can't gush enough about it. And just the park atmosphere is, is awesome, and there's just – it's just amazing. Um, did you have a favorite at least, house? At least the houses. What was that? Did you have a favorite house? My favorite house, and this is the one I was most excited for, was The Exorcist. Okay. Um, that was like, to me, that was like the best mix of freaking terrifying, and also just crazy level of immersion. Um, there's a scene that I remember from the preview, where the two little girls are like smacking on their hospital windows, like yelling at each other, and you walk in in the haunted house in at horror nights. You walk down a hallway where on one side it's one girl's in her window room and and it's another and on the other side it's another girl in hers and it's i mean it sounds dumb almost when i'm talking about it but when you actually see it it's it's you don't even feel like you're there like it's you feel like you're in the film and you're just kind of a fly on the wall it's insane Yeah. yeah exorcist is it's a good house um 
I, I've not had great run-throughs of it so far this season, so actually I might go back tonight and just run through. I don't know. Because <laughs> you can. Well, and there's still five hours left in the operating night, and I have Express. I could go over and you, do like three houses. That's so awesome. You suck. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> well, you guys, you had well, sent... go get your go do your Costco run, you know, yeah. and go go get to do a few houses. And... You had a uh, you People had talk s- about having summer houses. I'm gonna have a a September and October home in Orlando, yeah. just so I can live there for two months and just live at horror nights. You guys right. sent your um like house rankings, which by the way, I will not rank houses until at least this Friday, at least week three. Um. But you guys had both sent your rankings, and I think you both had Blood Moon and Exorcist in your top five. And, like, those aren't really up in my top five at the moment. I was going to say, do we want to share? freaking out about Blood Moon. Do we we want to share our list? We can can share our list. I'm going to modify mine just because I'm not giving rankings. Um, I'm going to do, like, top-tier houses so far, but not in any specific order, middle-of-the-pack, and bottom-tier houses. Okay. Evan, do you want to go first? Yeah, so if you remember our last episode, we each gave our like pre-Halloween Horror Nights hype list. So yep. I was bored during my lunch break today, and I, I did my post-visit list, but I also like did the math and just kind of counted like, okay, so this one dropped X amount of spots from my pre-visit ranking, and this one gained X amount of spots because of my from my pre-visit ranking. I, didn't do I don't that. know. It was just interesting to me, and I was actually... Except for, like, two of them, I was pretty much, like, it was exactly what I expected. So, anyways, so my least favorite, and it's it's so far away from the rest of them, it's not, not even worth, like, it shouldn't even be in the same conversation. I hated Chucky. It's at the bottom. It, it, it was my ninth hyped house, and it ended up being my least favorite house. So, I hated it. Mm. And that was my first house I went through. So, in a way, that was a good thing, because it only went up from there. <laughs> but... I don't know. It just felt loud and obnoxious and I hated it. So <laughs> I was more excited to actually go through the Fast and Furious queue because I've never actually ridden the ride, but it was fun to actually finally see the queue. <laughs> it's pretty nice. Yeah. Um, so then next was Universal Monsters, which I'm going to put a star next to this one only because I had a terrible run through. The I don't know if it was people, if it was guests or if there was a guest issue or if or what, but probably three times during our run of the house, we just came to a stop in the, for no explainable reason. So I don't know what was going on, but that really ruined it for me. Um, this dropped four spots in my ranking. The coolest thing about it was when you enter and you're like kind of on the streets of Paris and it's like literally raining and there's, you know, the dude up, up high, like yelling at you about something. I couldn't even really hear him, but clear the streets, everybody yeah. out. Yes, that. So that was like that. Talk about the wow factor as soon as you walk into a house. That was super cool. Raining and thunderstorming. Told yeah. You. I mean, it, it was literally raining inside of that particular spot in the house. So yep. cool. Um, so the next up was Dr. Oddfell's Twisted Origins. This is one. It only dropped one spot in my ranking. Um, I don't know. I didn't hate it. Again, anything that's not Chucky. I, I I did really like the house. It was really hard to rank beyond them. But yeah. anyways, I didn't have the greatest run through of Dr. Oddfellow, so that's why it's as low as it is. Um, next up was Darkest Deal. This one actually gained a spot in my rankings, and I did truly, really like this one. There were some really cool effects, I thought, with like um, the main character. The deed Pindy. is done. 
Yeah. I and was then they just you, about like, the to signing say that. of the oh, deed. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Um and then pin, pin straw pine straw spruce pine or whatever. Straw spruce. Yeah, yeah. Yep. The main character who's, you know, signing away his soul or whatever. There was a really cool scene towards the end of the house where he's on stage and like he gets like possessed and you see his eyes go like white. That was an awesome effect. That was super cool. And then I'm yeah, glad the, I and then the devil comes it. and uh like grabs him and rips him off yeah. stage. Yeah. Which um, I'm glad I actually saw that happen because it the timing of it, it happened like behind me, but I knew something was gonna happen, so I kept an eye on them. Um <laughs> and that's cool to see too, like I just mentioned the contact scare. Because uh, that is something that's sorely been missing from Horror Night since the pandemic. This is the first year they've brought him back. Yes. Yeah, that was that was cool. Super, super cool. Um, so next was um, Yeti Campground Kills. This one, if you remember, I was apologizing profusely for putting this at the bottom of my list just because I didn't get it. I didn't get why this is a thing. Um, but I really, really liked it. The the immersion walking through a forest like and and through a cabin and next to a cabin and and you were also walking like um, a cabin that was like on the water too yeah i mean it, it unbelievable absolutely mm-hmm. insane um it wasn't necessarily cool. really big on scares but it was it was just it was just cool i think um, i think kyle kyle you you were with me or whatever when i was like i was like hey it's the bear everybody likes the bear and he goes and like after his like little like scare thing or whatever like his 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 seconds are up or whatever and so he was just like standing there and all of a sudden he just claps his paws and goes bump, yeah bump, and i'm like yes the that bear. Was <laughs> yeah i remember that i i don't know how i remember that because that was like 1 a.m after i'd worked all day and Yep. Uh, that was a day for me, but we did like four houses in an hour that night. That was yeah, that was pretty pretty legit. That's awesome. Was that Friday night? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was at home pouting. Actually, no, I was <laughs> asleep because I had a flight to catch in like three hours. Um, to to the point of the bear though. I when we were waiting in line for the house, they were doing their like shift change, and the whole crew of new people were coming in, and they were standing outside the house, and you see the bear standing there the whole like bazillion people waiting in line just started chanting bear 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 <laughs> and he's like looking around like yeah it was so funny that's good i love it yeti's definitely kind of i think kyle you had mentioned there's kind of like the funny house i don't know if this is necessarily the funny house of the uh, year but it, it had its it has its memes yeah it's not the the comedy house of the year is supposed to be chucky yeah well chucky which i, I think that no you go i i i I think that you just got a really bad run through of Chucky because it's it's up there for me. Really? Yeah. I mean, I hope you're right, but I just I don't know. I don't like See, that story to be. I know. Uh, I know that wasn't your plan to only go one night, but that's why you can never just go one night. I know. Yeah, we would have probably gotten every house at least twice had we been there. The prop, the um, the planned amount of time. And it's. So. I think also it was cool. Like Yeti almost felt like um, if anyone's rode ET. It almost felt like it was yeah. like E.T. They were like looking in the woods for like the lost yeah. kids and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, which e. side <laughs> note, I got to ride E.T. for the first time this trip, which was. Yeah. So the last time we saw a Yeti house was in uh, 29. So that would have been 2019. Um, and that was Yeti Terror of the Yukon. And it was like Canadian snow Yetis. Um, I like this one better. So that's. I like these Yetis better, too. I yeah. agree. Cool. Um. So next up, 
we have Blood Moon Dark Offerings, which gained a spot in my rankings. I did really like this one. This this was one that I thought was going to be like the mega creepy one, and it totally was because it just has the culty. Oh my gosh! Going on yeah, with the little get, the little kids in the circle, like hanging yeah. somebody or whatever. You get to go in like a like a like there's a um like a church or something, and they're like being like all culty, and people oh are like, God, and yeah, so the they shall scene. die. I forgot about that. Oh, the church scene was yeah horrifying. I like, I like yeah, when they uh, a couple times throughout the house they chant, and so they shall die. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then yes. what's crazy is is like the again, this is a crazy spoiler, but like the person that like there's like all bunch of people like sitting in church pews, like as a huge area, and like all of a sudden they just start mm-hmm. randomly like jumping up and jumping out and things like that. I'm like, whoa. Yes, like, horrifying. <laughs> but awesome. So awesome. It was really, really good. I liked it a lot. I did like yeah. it a lot. And then also I don't know if anyone they were they were burning a body. And I got a whiff mm-hmm. of like they were having like the smell of like a burning smell, so you could smell like kind of like a burning fire per se, like or whatever. So that was a nice little extra touch that I yeah that I noticed. Yeah, um, yeah, that one was was really. And then bad. also it was cool to see scene. you could <sighs> see the blood moon like two or three times like through that house. And yeah, stuff, and I thought it was like really you walk cool. in and you look up and that's what you see. Yeah. So that was super cool. I um, really like the part of things. that house. Real quick, I like the part of that house where the guy is up on the bell tower, actually ringing. Yeah, the bell. he's ringing the bell. That I've was, never. That's cool. Because I don't think Cedar Point has ever had anything that's like quote unquote two stories. So just every time there was a a character in an elevated position, just like <laughs> super super mind blowing to me. Evan's just giving so. a golf clap. Like thank you, thank you. Yeah. It. I was looking literally the amount of times I would like walk in a room and just go, Oh my God, this is so cool. The amount of, the amount of budget that they're able to put in compared to like Cedar point or Cedar. Yeah. Bear this isn't or Six a knock Flags on Cedar or... point. Just Universal just has a different level of, of, yeah. of money that they can yeah. put into this. I mean, what Cedar point and all the other like regional parks and smaller parks and everything can do is, is good too. But this is just yeah. on like a movie set scale kind of thing, you know? Yeah. So, Anywho, um, next up was Stranger Things for me. This one didn't change ranking at all. I feel like I would have really loved it a lot more had I actually finished the season. But um, it was an awesome house. And it's a good like, season. Like the, it starts with the, well, first you hear Dustin's voice over, yeah. you know, describing Vecna and, you know, he's a wizard and blah, 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 blah. And did then you, you walk into. Did you look in, in in the one room where you like look up or whatever and you can see the upside down world and you can see like Dustin like standing and stuff and everything? Mm-hmm. That was yep, cool. Yep. That was really cool. I, I like that. That was um, a super cool effect. And then just like well, I mean, the first scene where you walk into the to what was his face? Uh Billy. No, yep. Eddie. Yeah. Eddie's trailer. And you know, there's the scene, you know, where he's telling what's her face to wake up and Oh my God! And and the scene with Eleven is on one side of the hallway, and she's attacking the thing on the other side of the hallway, and Vecna, which I actually haven't no, gotten one, that part in yeah. the show. Yeah, that was uh, that's a really good uh, battle scene. That's like towards the end of the the season, yeah, um, but yeah, a lot of things were spoiled in that one. Um, <laughs> like I said, I'm not sure I actually want to finish the season at this point because I oh, like it's I good. Crying, it, it it's good. It's good. Um. So yeah, next up is The Last of Us, and this one dropped a spot, but that's only because I love Dueling Dragons as much as I did. 
Um, so yeah, Last of Us. This was another just insane level of immersion. I, I this is a show that I actually did watch the whole thing through. So I it was just that much more just mind blowing. That's that's that was the first one I could really appreciate the level of detail that they can put into this. Was it was just. Oh my god! The way that they nailed the biggest scenes of the show were so cool. Um, so yeah, and then next is Dueling Dragons, which I got to do twice, and I got to choose my fate twice, and I chose both sides, and I got. I guess there's different endings. Like sometimes the wizard dude lives, and sometimes he doesn't. I got. Yep. I got one of each. Um, this one, again, this was a less about scares and more about immersion. Although they did scare me a couple a good couple times there was a really good like it, it was like there it's almost like a battle between red and blue kind of thing yes that's what i was gonna say and what's cool is like they're like i don't know I doing their you. sorcery powers and stuff and like they'd be like they would be like oh we're gonna shoot the red guy and then all of a sudden like all the light or all the rocks and crystals and things would be like right next to the blue guy and it would turn all red and and the, it would like kind of it was really really well the done. special effects in that house were insane and just yeah. like walking into the castle like over the little drawbridge and then walking into a different spot and there's just the two giant freaking dragons yeah oh my god it yeah that was just a to me I, my jaw was on the floor the entire house that was it was so cool and that I cool even... special effects definitely saved it from my um original ranking after i thought about everything and and kind of put everything like in my head together this was a house that i think because i haven't ridden the roller coaster and i don't have the nostalgia it was just like wow this is a really cool and weird theme for a haunted house and it was just really freaking cool i was I like waiting it. for for them to be like oh hey by the way you can touch the track that we don't have anymore and i was like hey <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean that was really cool but yeah i love dueling dragons and i really did think about putting it at number one but again that was a good coaster was number one yeah, it was a um, good coaster. I wish I'd ridden it. But Exorcist did stay at number one. That is what I anticipated being number one. I kind of okay. already explained it. But yeah, that's yeah. Halloween Horror Nights 32. My first and definitely will not be my last. I will be back year after year because it is just. It hooks you. Uh, I'm, I'm sad I went so early in the season because now I'm going to spend the next two months being jealous. <laughs> yeah, right. Kyle's like, oh, I'm going to go see some. Use my express and go boop and go be like, oh, I'm gonna go do the Last of Us yeah. and Stranger Things. Yeah, I and... think I think after we wrap up, I'm gonna head over do a couple houses. <laughs> and he's not kidding, guys. This is no, that's actually he's gonna really happen. Not. The sad He'll send us a picture I mean, in about he's two gotta, hours he's, of him in line at Yeti. He, he's got the $900 pass, so he better. Oh, he better it wasn't that, that much. Come on, Seven. Oh, It was $850. Okay, no, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even in the 800s. Uh, whatever it was, it's worth it. Clearly, I'm gonna run through my my top ten list uh, really quick. Yeah, I don't it. know where everything was everything was at. Um, if you want to listen to last week's episode, sure, you can listen to that and get a rundown on that. Uh, ding. Uh, anyway, so Last of Us, <laughs> I know that for a fact is the very um is last um on my list and it, and it started last on my list. Uh, and then um uh, coming up um I'm sorry I'm sorry Kyle I know that. You, you kind of gave us a, a preview of what what your top top three were. Uh, it's gonna be uh, Universal Monsters. Uh, I just never really got into it. Never really. Mm -hmm. I I hated the the kid to be like extra extra. We all about it. Couldn't stand it. I was like <laughs> wanting to pull my hair out every single time I did it. And it was just yeah. I, I wasn't a super super fan of it. Next on the list, I'm sorry, Dean is Yeti. 
Uh, Yeti is going to be seventh on my list. I did have that. looks like I had that um, sixth on the list. So it's not far from where I thought it was going to be. And then, I'm sorry, Evan, Dragons was next on my list. I think I'm the only um, one that likes Dragons. Uh, I, I think I, I, I like a few. I like Dragons. I, I, okay. This is the first time since I've been going to Horror Nights that there's not a bad house or one that I'd be like, oh, I don't it really want to do that. It was. I do have to say, disclaimer, it was really hard to come up with this top, like this top 10 list because i was like beyond it like, was like really good and i had to like on my last like, place i couldn't it was really difficult it, it's it's very close between last and like first for me like honestly mm-hmm. like it it's a solid year i'm so ex- i'm so happy that it's like it um, feels like it's back yeah like this is like i said this is the first year that there's not like a bad house but like bad in quotation marks because none of them ever bad this is the first year that anyone could say any house is their favorite, and I could be like, yeah, that checks out. That's accurate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, fifth on my list is going to be Chucky. Same thing as well. Um, I, I did actually rank that fifth when, before going into it. Uh, unfortunately, Stranger Things slid down from the second position from, from my pre to fourth. and Or fifth. I, I, I think I messed up the numbers you're again. At five. That's great. You're at five. Uh, anyway. Uh, the reason is, is there wasn't like, and Kyle, you can kind of attest to it since Evan, you didn't get to see a whole lot of it. Um, the killer scene, I I wanted more of that, the music that she listens to, Mm -hmm. like when she's in the attic at the very end, there wasn't a whole lot of that music in there. I did hear it a little bit, um, in the room where you're in, I guess the upside down world where Vecna kind of lives, um, where the clocks are kind of like upside down and all sideways awesome. and stuff and so everything. Cool. Mm-hmm. That 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 was a really cool um room. And then also, I, I I wish that they showed a little bit more of the characters per se. Like there wasn't like, you know, there wasn't um. Uh, help you me out. You didn't see um Nancy at all. You didn't see Mike at all. You didn't see uh you didn't, Robin. You, you didn't, didn't see, see Hopper. I can't believe you didn't see. That's Hopper. it. Yeah. Yeah. I was like Hopper or I, I was even think because because you very, very shortly go through like the quote unquote um, uh, where the, the fact where what was it? Not the factory, the the office area or whatever you want to call it. I don't know where she was like trained up and stuff and everything in um, the research center. There it is. Uh, my brain's tired. Yeah, the research center. They didn't show a whole lot of that, but then also I was kind of like wondering if if Papa was going to be around in there or something, and there wasn't like a whole lot of that, which was like yeah. I was kind of sad. So I'm like, they could have went a little bit further, and also um I dinged it because there wasn't a whole lot of like clock. Um, I thought there were going to be a lot more clock um dingings like the yeah. If anyone's seen seen the the series, they know like what what I'm talking about. The clock like, is very important, and it didn't. Right. It was there. It, it was, was there, there, but but it wasn't like very pronounced and and everything like yeah. that. So I was kind of like, eh, um, I get that. which was you know, and and it, it was nice that they did go through pretty much run through everything that what happens in big, I guess you could say, um, in the season, um, and stuff like with the whole world like coming apart. It seemed, since it seems you know, like it was kind of like episode by episode. Uh... I would say so, yeah, towards the end and everything, like it would it matched up and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. A little a little disappointed on that. Um maybe it was like a rights issue. Maybe they didn't want to pay the the, the the person that sings that song. I'm not sure exactly what. Yeah. But yeah, so that's why it slipped down from number two on my original list. Uh number 
number uh, four is going to be The Darkest Deal. I freaking love that. I got to do that with Jim and Johnny. That was their first time as well, going to Horror Nights. Um, and they freaking Darkest loved Deal it. Darkest Deal was cool. Yeah, I really the, liked it. I love the the deed is done as soon as like you walk in and stuff and everything. It kind of mm-hmm. sets up with everything and pretty good scary house. Um, I I did like, um, uh, there were some there were some jump scares and things like that, which was really good. Doctor Oddfellow. Uh, after I got so I don't even know if I told you this this story, Kyle. Uh, I was walking through Doctor Oddfellow and I was so trying to find the silhouettes and and actually trying to find this the face of jack because i thought you actually see his face but you don't see jack the clown's face you just see like a silhouette of him after i found out after the house and stuff well anyway i was trying to find it and i was like really really trying trying to find it so i literally went to the left and i was supposed to go straight and i ended up where the scare actor was i'm like i'm so sorry i'm like, I don't know. I'm, like I'm trying to find jack and he just like pointed and he's just like get out and i'm like oh, i'm sorry so you you see jack after the room that has the screen in it where it looks like it's like a water tank yeah directly mm-hmm. after that you go in and you start pulling back the curtains and off to your right there's a silhouette of jack and Oddfellow. yep Yep. So I, I, I finally, I finally, at the very, very last, like the very last night, I'm like, I'm doing it one more freaking time. I'm gonna see it. And so I literally like walked real slow. And I'm like, I finally saw it. Yes. I'm like, all right. Um, HHN complete. So yeah. So, <laughs> uh, dark. Uh, that was uh, Doctor Oddfellow. Uh, coming in number two is actually gonna be Exorcist. And I had that like middle of the pack. Um, on my original list. Uh, I thought Exorcist was really good. Uh, I, I thought it was really interesting where the girl like was like she was getting possessed and she started shaking like this uh, props off to the scare actor that was like really going into it. But she started shaking profusely and going crazy and just kind of like looking like really odd. That was really, um, really like a really, really good touch. And then obviously number one is going to be Blood Moon. Uh I loved it. First of all, you had the jump scares. Second of all, you also had a few. Um, you, you also had a few uh, 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 doors, like the trap doors that that fly down and get the you drop like, panels. Yeah, yeah. Th- th- they had a few of those in there, which was really nice. And it kind of felt like a, like a nod, I guess, to Cedar Point. And I'm like, oh yeah, Cedar Point. You know, they've got those drop down windows. The show's got a couple. Of yeah, them. yeah. And so they were really, really good. And the blood moon like you felt like you were outside indoors um yeah and like i said the whole thing of the church and not knowing who was gonna be you know oh, who's real and who's so not freaky. kind of thing that was so, so well done that's that that that's uh that's my list uh kyle do you you want to finish us off yes i do uh again i would like to put a couple prefaces i'm not huge on ranking houses because there's not a bad house at the event. And I feel it's like hard. it's hard. And I feel like by saying, Oh, this one's number 10. Um, that's a little bit of an insult to the actors who work in those houses who put their heart and soul into it every night. The planning and design team who puts literally hundreds of days every year into planning them out. And I, I love like, don't get me wrong. Like everyone has a favorite, whatever i would just call me out for my hate for chucky (laughs) no i would just like to stress that by placing a house in what i'm about to call the bottom tier i in no way mean that it is a bad house they are all phenomenal this year i agree yeah they were really super like 
spot yep. on. I just make it a personal rule of mine that I do not rank houses until at least week three, just because they can be so drastically different one night to the next. And I like to get a couple under my belt for each house before I put a numerical value with that. That being said, I'm breaking mine down into three categories, my top tier, mid tier and bottom tier. So currently in my top tier, we have universal monsters unmasked. Okay. Doctor. You got some good runs through there where I guess me and Karsten did not. (laughs) I did. It's uh, it's the house I've done the most at the event this year. And I love it. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, a lot of walking. Yep. Dr. Oddfellows is also in that category followed by Yeti and dueling dragons. Okay. Yes. Dueling dragons. (laughs) That's all I have to say. Mid tier for me is darkest deal. Blood moon, dark offerings and Chucky. Okay. Yeah. That I was just say that I think we did Chucky with you and that was a good run through with that. And bottom tier is Stranger Things, Exorcist, and The Last of Us. Wow. Did I miss <laughs> that's, any? That's that's three of my top four. <laughs> I don't let's see, I got Exorcist, Stranger Things, Chucky, Last of Us, Mass, Oddfellow, Yeti. Yeah. I got them all. Okay. Um We have different tastes. <laughs> it's to me this year, Stranger Things, while it follows the story and the plot very very well fundamentally it's not what i enjoy in a house it's a lot of big open sets in empty rooms and i mean not empty rooms but like oh wow wide wide large rooms yes not close mm-hmm. encounters. like i walk in oh wow i'm very clearly in a sound stage um uh, i'm not really into that like i, said, I get that I could see that. House is done. That. My my issue with Stranger Stranger Things is more of the way that it functions fundamentally as a house rather than the IP and the actual content. Um, okay. I get that. I get that. Exorcist and Last of Us are just because I'm not super familiar with the IPs. For Last of Us, I've never seen the show or played the game. And Exorcist, I haven't watched an Exorcist movie in a very long time. And I know that this is like one that hasn't come out yet and i still think it's a good house it's just it's missed the mark for me the couple the multiple times i've been through it i get it i I think with last of us for both of you your opinions would be drastically different had you watched the show or or played the game yeah and i'm i'm sure they would and that's another reason why i have a problem with rankings just because what and, and i i know it's all personal but what i think is not very good someone else like like, I don't think Exorcist is, for me personally, is all that great. Like, it's a good house, but I don't, I'm not familiar right. with the IP. Versus someone like you, Evan, who is, you think it's one of the best houses at the event. Yep. Yep, so, exactly. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think we we kind of said it. Like, I'm not knocking anybody's opinions. Like, because it, there's, like you said, there's so many good houses and there's so many different things that go into what we enjoy about each house. So, it's definitely just like with roller coasters. It's definitely up to personal preference for sure. And, was uh, uh go ahead. was Blood Moon in your in your top? That was in my mid tier. Okay. Hopefully you have some more 
better run. Yeah, I, I still I still really like it. It's just a solid year, and mm-hmm. Yeti monsters, Odd Fellows, and Dueling Dragons are really up there for me. Yeah, it was it's it was hard to to definitely come up with a, this top ten for sure. And I du- I Dueling do Dragons like your insane. I do like your uh, your tier option, and I think uh, yeah. I'm going to do that next year because that that'll be a lot easier to rank things. <laughs> yes, yeah. I I will say at this point in the event last year, two of the houses that I had ranked almost towards the bottom ended finished the season being two of my favorites. So anything can change at this point. I know for you guys, blood moon, baby. Yeah. I know for you guys, you're not coming back, but for me, anything can happen. Um, God, I want to though. At this point in the event last year, I had Halloween and the weekend ranked pretty low and Halloween finished the event second on my list and weekend finished third. It's probably because we, we did the weekend like 14 times that one night. (laughs) I, I grew to love the weekend as the event went on um, more just because of that like party atmosphere. Yeah. Um, Halloween, I went in with a biased opinion that I had been to how many HHNs and there's always a Halloween house and they're never that good. And then once I got that bias out of my head and went through it with fresh eyes, I was like, this is this is really good. Like I, I loved last year's Halloween house. I do have to say it's really cool that they have like an interactive button that you can push in the Chucky house. That was pretty yeah. cool. Um, that's also only the second time we've seen a house in that location. That replaced Karsten, if you remember, the sprung tent in between the Bill and Ted Theater and Men in Black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's no longer there, and that house, quote unquote, has been moved over to that. Um, so. I don't have a problem. I didn't like Blumhouse last year. That's what was in there. I don't have a problem with Chucky. I think it's pretty good, but I think they'll continue to tweak that house as a physical house, no matter what the IP is, the yeah. longer they use it as a house. For sure. I wonder if that played into why I didn't like it so much. Did you? It's a new location that they aren't used to using yet. Yeah, this is only year two of them using that. So just give them time for that one. But. It's leaps and bounds better than Blumhouse was last year. <laughs> when you would randomly go in the, the the one the one area of the house, whatever, where all the phones were, and you're just like, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Evan, I have to ask. In Chucky, halfway through, when you were back outside, did you think the house was over? Uh, no, only because I'm like that was way too short. Okay. Okay. I'm like there's. I, I've been through local haunts like up here, like in you know, yeah. that um that take you outside and then back inside. So I wasn't like so like, like okay, I've only been in this house for like two minutes, <laughs> and Horror Nights is better than this. I know mm-hmm. it is. There's no way this house is over. You're like, wow, but, that was really short. Glad yeah, they yeah. put the name on that. <laughs> well, I think that's gonna wrap it up. Um, I don't think this is the last time we'll see Stranger Things at the event, just because. They have been confirmed for one more season, so we'll probably see season five next year. Hopefully. And I'll make sure I actually watch all of the season yeah. before going through the house. Hey, there yeah. you go. Which uh, maybe, yeah. This uh, this is the third house we've seen. I know it's Stranger Things four, but the first one was one season one, and then the second one was seasons two and three combined, and then this one's four. Out of the oh, three, maybe. go ahead. 
I was going to say, maybe they, after, you know, Stranger Things 5, or if they come up with one, maybe they'll come up with, like, one that's, like, maybe the greatest Stranger Thing kills or something, or... Yeah. Who knows? Out of, out of the ones that they've had, I think the first one was still my favorite. Um, but, like I said, it's early season, so there's a chance that I finish the event with Stranger Things 4 being my favorite. Or maybe The Last of Us is going to be first. Who knows? Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe. I've only I've only gotten three on The Last of Us. So I, You're I've... like, I'm buying a PlayStation 5 and I'm going to play it and I'm going to figure it out because this yeah. house is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. And with that, we are going to wrap things up. I hope you guys have a great time at Halloween's this weekend. Please come back next week and let me hear all about it. I'll be living vicariously through you this weekend. That's all I got. Yep, super excited for Halloween to start. Hope you all enjoy listening to this episode while you are on your way to your first trip to Halloween for the year. Enjoy all the food, enjoy all the haunts, and we'll see you next week. And definitely make sure you uh, share our podcast with all your friends and relatives and everybody else. Uh, We really appreciate you listening and uh, love you guys. Thank you for listening to the Rundown on Farm. Be sure to follow us on social media to stay up to date on all things Cedar Fair. As always, be kind to your ride operators, and we will see you on the Midway. Good night.